0: what is going on ladies and gentlemen welcome to another edition of the podcast hello how are you today my name is mitch corbett and welcome to the podcast um uh, we have a great guest this week her name is Willow raven i got connected through willow through actually just twitter conversations Uh, she's a huge wrestling fan and i'm a huge wrestling fan and a lot of her followers are wrestling fans and so her uh twitter account just popped up in my timeline i thought she was very funny easy follow um, and then I found out she was a sex worker and I was like, oh, I'm intrigued to learn more about this. I've been trying to find someone who has an OnlyFans account to be on this podcast for a while now. And uh, I met, shot her a message and she agreed to be on the podcast. So uh, this is a uh, very fun conversation for me. I had lots of questions um, because it's, it's, a, it's, it's such a, a career change for some people to do that sort of thing um but i love the independence that they get from it and how they get to make their own schedule their own their own work life and they seem to be very happy um in terms of being able to be not only like work their own schedule but also be creative with the shoots that they do and me and willow talk all about that and it's a it's a really fantastic conversation i had a lot of fun talking to her so uh that's enough of me uh jibber jabbering about let's get to the conversation with willow raven Oh, so what's going on how are
1: things they're good yeah I usually start
0: with a preamble just like getting to know each other sort of i usually just start with a preamble getting to know each other sort of thing
1: yeah for sure um things are good i've been a good couple weeks i'm renovating my kitchen which is maybe not going as well as i'd like to do but that's okay um but yeah things are good <laughs> how about you yeah
0: I, I imagine renovating a kitchen in the summertime with everything being so dry or wet is probably not the most uh, enjoyable experience in
1: the most. world. Um, nothing is drying properly, which is really annoying. Um, yeah, it's been a bit of an ordeal.
0: <laughs> yeah, so like that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on podcast because like I started, uh, I think it was Tyson Dukes uh, was following you, and okay. I tr- I was training with him at the time, and okay. then I saw how hilarious you were with your uh, Twitter post and everything. I was like, oh, this chick's hilarious. And then I saw the boobies. I'm like, wait, what? All right, this this girl has like a really cool story and backstory and everything. So like, I'm like, oh, I want to get to know this person, obviously. (laughs) Cool. uh, Let's uh, let's dive into a little bit of wrestling, shall we? I got my title belt up. Oh no, up, nope, up here somewhere, Uh, (laughs) and all my wrestling merch behind me are in So like, um we'll start some wrestling and we'll talk about your career obviously because I feel that's a good way to get into it but like you're a you're a huge wrestling fan eh?
1: I am yeah I've been watching on and off since I was a kid so no one really knows how I got into it like no one in my family was into it at all like my parents weren't into it I have an older brother he didn't care about wrestling he was all about hockey Um, none of my like cousins or anything watched it but I was a huge huge fan so I had like little like those um, Russell buddies and stuff that I would play with. Um, I would watch it all the time. My like family would make fun of me for it all the time. Um, I wrote a story about how I was going to marry Shawn Michaels when I was like five years old and we were get married on Mars, as you do. Um, <laughs> and I kind of stopped watching in middle school, um, started again a little bit in high school, stopped in college cause I just didn't have ta- like cable anymore and then got really back into it probably around 2015.
0: I think 2015 would probably be the best time to get around to it, because like, you're seeing the, the end of, uh, I think 20, when was Michael was an Undertaker? I think it was around that time. And that's one of the greatest matches of all time uh, right. at WrestleMania. Yeah. And so you got to see that, I imagine. And then you get to see the evolution of AEW, the Indies, the Young Bucks, all that fun stuff. So I mean, like yeah. New Japan. So like, how, how, how much content do you take in? Is it just primarily WWE, AEW, or are you watching? Like, I know you've been to Effie's, uh, big A brunch show and everything, which is, I'm so jealous. Cause I so wanted to go to the one in Toronto that was recently, but like, are you, and I, like, I think you talk about uh, GCW a lot. So like you're into like hardcore, right?
1: Yeah. So I've, I haven't actually watched WWE, um, since May, 2019. Um I only know that date is because my ex-boyfriend and I broke up and that's when I moved out. So I didn't have cable anymore. <laughs> um so I had kind of stopped watching WWE for like a few months. Um and then it was just so much to try and get back into it. And it was around the time that like the I think the product kind of started slipping a little bit. And then it was the pandemic. And so I just kind of fell off of WWE, but I got really into AEW. Um, I still haven't really missed a show. Like I'll I'll miss a show and then I'll rewatch it. So i um, been really, really into AEW and yeah, GCW, huge fan. Um, the local indie scene is pretty healthy. And so um, I have like that kind of what, what ignited my love for indie wrestling, um, all the local shows. And then that got me into um, kind of more of the American indie scene. Um, a friend of mine was a, a moderator on Squared Circle on Reddit, okay, cool. um, and so she was just like a huge uh, GCW fan and like really into New Japan and like a lot of like smaller indies that I had never heard of, um, so she was kind of like my gateway drug into indie wrestling as well, so like being able to like show off a lot of stuff that I wasn't necessarily um like seeking out myself. So it was um yeah, a, a little bit of a combo of kind of local indie wrestling and then my friend.
0: Take me uh take me back to that first live show cuz like I I've always tried to like I think the best way to convert non-wrestling fans is to just bring them to a the live show cuz the best way I can describe it to me personally is like it's like going to see like a a Shakespearean play but you right. get to yell at the actors and boo them at the same time and they get to interact with you. It's like live theater, but you're interacting with the audience. And it's such a fun, beautiful thing to do. So your first show, how cool was that? Were you mind blowing by the interaction between yourself and the wrestlers?
1: So my first show ever was when I was like four or five years old.
0: Um, When you're the hardcore fan. Yeah, okay,
1: okay. (laughs) When I I first went to an indie show, it was definitely like not at all what I was expecting. I, you've seen like indie posters. They're not. Dude, I've wrestled on a bunch of shows. I've, I've been qualified. through
0: a bunch of shows. I know exactly what you're talking
1: about. Uh, so I was. My expectations were a little low, um, but it was so much fun. The talent was so amazing. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like I really had spent so much of my life thinking that okay, there's WWE and maybe a couple other places, but you know that's where it's done and that's about it. Um, I didn't know that there was this really healthy scene independently, um, not just here, but like throughout you know Canada, the u s, across the world. Um, and so it was just really interesting to be able to kind of, yeah, get that interaction. I remember um the most like <laughs> the most indie thing that I could possibly think of happening.
0: Wait, wait, can I, can I take a guess?
1: Okay. All you right, can't so. guess it you can't guess it but you can try
0: oh okay because okay. the most indie thing to me is like when you hold the guy back and you let the fan chop him
1: oh yes yeah that definitely that definitely happened um uh, but so picture we're in a like broken down bingo hall
0: yeah legion uh, whatever
1: <laughs> yeah exactly and there uh there's some seniors doing 50 50 and uh they are announcing the 50 50 And the old lady who is selling the tickets went up to pick the ticket and she's calling out the number. She's calling out the number, no one's coming up. And then she's like, hold on. She reaches into her pocket and she (laughs) was the winner of the 50-50, the woman who was selling the 50-50 and drawing the 50-50 won the 50 50
0: get that money get that that money money.
1: i was like this is the most carny shit i have ever seen what is going on (laughs) so uh that was like the the moment that i was like this is hilarious and amazing and then i got like just really into the talent as well but it was just like the whole atmosphere of just being like what is going on here like has it was just so much fun and like you didn't know what to expect there were new like there was like all these like videos and like packages and stuff that I didn't expect to see in like a local promotion. And like, it was just so cool. I, uh, yeah, I really loved it.
0: Was uh was there a sign at the next show, like if she wins again, we riot?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, everyone booed her though.
0: Yeah, of the- course, of course. It- you gotta boo the chick. Though.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone booed her, but I, I wish. And she is probably
0: her. the sweetest old lady in the
1: world. I don't know. I don't know about this lady, to be honest. Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, those shifty eyes, like a, yeah. a Disney villain of some sort.
1: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, like, um, like you've developed
0: a following, um, I think, as a wrestling fan and as... Is the term afraid sex worker? Is that it? Or... It yeah. is, okay. So, like, <laughs> when... When you're a sex worker and you, can, and, you, and you comment about wrestling, I noticed on your Twitter feed, uh, there's a whole thing where like, oh, I, you're not into wrestlers, is that correct?
1: Well, I don't know about that exactly. <laughs>
0: in, in the sense, like, I, I've been following you for a while, but like, there's a whole debate of, uh, I may mean, not a debate, but I, I wanna know, is there any like connection between the two worlds? Like are a lot of your fans, wrestling fans and sex and fans of yourself and your, and your pages.
1: Yeah. I have a lot of my subscribers are wrestling fans. And I think it's just that they find me through wrestling Twitter and then kind of like interact with me there and then want to support me in another capacity. Um, so there's definitely a lot of overlap in that way. And it's funny, like not necessarily with, um, like how I interact with fans or anything, but like. I've talked with some of my wrestling friends about how similar sex work is to wrestling in the sense that, like, we both have personas that we kind of have that are public that are kind of different from our personal personas. It's more of like your personality, but like heightened to 11 a little bit. Um, there's a lot of like needing to promote yourself and like constantly be doing promos and like getting your name out there and like doing the same type of like audience engagement um, because a lot of Wrestlers, especially indie wrestlers, get popular by you know interacting with their fr- their fans and getting you know those um, relationships built. And so it's very similar to sex work. Like a, a lot of the people, like anyone can find boobs on the internet. Like there's so many free tits everywhere. Um, but what typically I find gets people to subscribe and at least re- like renew their subscription is the personality behind the person who is running the site. Um, so in that way, like the engagement and the character and like the persona and all these things are kind of like very similar to like a wrestling persona in that way.
0: And I imagine that like in the same way that, you know, as a as a wrestler interacts with their fan base and your f- and in the same realm, like I totally agree. Like I, I, that's why I want to have this conversation because like yeah. there are the parallels there. Yeah. Um, how do you, because you're you're based off of like you know putting yourself out there to interact with people, how do you build that wall to where it gets too? I won't say creepy, but like too like, you know maybe a tad too much sort of thing. Right.
1: Yeah, so I I try to like not say anything that's necessarily like too personal most of the time. I'm I'm pretty open. I think people think that I'm a lot more open than I am. Yeah, you yeah
0: you tweet so much. Like you're a very I, open book, just like myself. I, yes. Like I get it. I get it.
1: Yeah, I one I tweet all the time. Um, I'm constantly on my phone. Um, but I also like I do open up about my life quite a bit. But I I'm very particular about what things I actually do share. Um, so I try to like, you know, I don't typically talk about my family or anything like that. Um, I don't talk about like m- my past work most of the time. Like I'll, I'll kind of mention it a little bit, but not like go too much in depth into it. I don't really talk about my friends other than my friends who are within working or who are workers. Um, like you'll workers, be very
0: wrestling workers, workers. It's right, the yeah, same. Yeah, exactly. It's
1: so cool. Exactly. Um, like, I even like I don't even post my real life friends on my Instagram. Um, I am very like protective of them just because they they're not sex workers. They don't want to like necessarily be followed by like a bunch of like horny dudes on the internet. Well, so like
0: um, let's like so that's the thing, right? You're very open. You you have a very big following. You're active on Twitter all the time. Like, I personally I don't I I don't understand how someone is able to think that that's reality right that makes sense but then they also pushed like got to know you more and everything's like how like it's such a weird boundary to like like i feel like you probably deal with people crossing that line
1: yeah i've definitely time. had people who um sometimes forget that i'm a fantasy and that people you know pay to interact with me in some capacity like I'm very open. I I like chatting. I do vanilla chats for free. I don't care about charging for that. I'm just like interacting with people and getting to know them better. Um, but any kind of like sexual talk has to be um, part of work. But um, yeah, I, I've definitely had people who kind of push the boundary, try to like find out where I live, try to find out where I'm going to be next and like try to show up there, that kind of stuff. Um, and that's all part of the... I guess risks that come up with sex work Um, because you're building a fantasy. Sometimes you're really good at it and you're very good at your job. And so people think like, kind of like when people fall in love with a stripper and they're like, right, right. Like they said that I was cute though. Like I'm not like the other customers, you know what I mean? Um, It's
0: like, honestly, like when I was like dumb as fuck, like, 21 years old and everything, I definitely fell for that trick way too many
1: times. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but, like, yeah. you know, yeah. hopefully when you go grow up, you realize, oh, no, it's just a, it's a thing, you know, it's. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So, it's just, like, it, I, I have my issues and my problems, just like everyone else. I am not, a, you know, infallible, but I can pretend to be. Um, So, you know, I, I try not to post too many of my, like, negatives most of the time. I'll post about, like, my stupid kitchen and things that don't really matter um but you know I try to be more cheery and stuff like that just because I'm like no one wants to hear like the sex worker being like mer it's <laughs> life, life is hard now now show me your dick like it doesn't work as well in that dynamic
0: <laughs> but on the flip side though like when you do post about your kitchen stuff and I I commented on your post earlier about Pinterest and YouTube how cool of an experience is that for like people to be so encouraging for you to he- want to help you and like just like just give like just advice or like hey hey try this you know it might work it might not work like that's gotta give me a kind cool feeling yeah,
1: and i have like i've had people who were who often ask me like you know what do you do with like some of the, the like weirdos or like people that are really mean or, i literally like,
0: just like, asked that question
1: yeah that? <laughs> but like I've been so lucky that like the majority, like 98% of the people that I've ever interacted with are so great. Like they're they make me feel so much better about myself and like my surroundings and like are so helpful. Like I, you know, I know a lot of people really like my cat. Um Thanks. Uh, Banks, he's <laughs> yeah. great. He's wonderful. I'll show you my
0: cat real quick just so. I'll yeah.
1: it <laughs> Hi. Justin- <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no. <laughs> um for
0: the viewing audience that's a <laughs> camera movement.
1: But uh yeah, like it's Binks' birthday in two weeks, basically. And I've had people buy him gifts for his birthday already and stuff. And like when I was in Dallas, our flight got delayed, uh, well, canceled. Um, and so we ended up incurring all these charges for um, you know, f- redirecting our flight costs and our hotel and things like that, and food for the extra time that we were there. And I had like subscribers sending me money to cover the cost of the hotel and things like that, which was just so sweet. Like definitely just people who are genuinely so like supportive, like whenever I have like an issue, like I had all these things going on with the border or like my kitchen renewal and stuff, or like any like like questions or anything, people are just so like quick to, to be helpful and like, those NGL things, uh, those like anonymous questions. I'm always expecting to be like, I'm going to get some really mean stuff. And everyone's just so supportive all the time. And they're just like, you're so lovely. We really like you. And I'm like, stop. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: think that's the beauty of like, both like sex work, wrestling, um, comedy as well. Is that like the majority of it is very positive, encouraging. Mm -hmm. We want people to succeed at the work because they're doing, I always say they're doing the damn thing. They're doing what they love. They're doing the work that they want to do. Yeah. Um, and when people like are negative towards it, it's like, well, you should try it. I mean, it's fun being on. It's it's way more fun being on the positive side than the negative side, man. It's trust me, it's way more fun. You make more friends, more conversations, yeah. some great beers. You buy around, I buy. Around. You know, it's yeah. just a way better experience. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, when you're like. When you're traveling around because you've been to a few wrestling shows, uh, do you do you do you tell them what you do, or is it kind of like a floating conversation? Um, I imagine most of the reactions, like, because we're in 2022 now, everyone's probably like, "Oh, that's dope! Make your money!" Like,
1: <laughs> um, it's interesting. I'm I'm a lot more open about it um, when I'm on the road, um, mainly because a lot of my, like I said, a lot of my subscribers are wrestling fans, and so a lot of the times when I'm at shows. I have subscribers there, um, especially at GCW shows. I usually have like a handful of people throughout the show come over and like ask for a photo or say hi or like something like that. Now, does um, having
0: the different haircuts, does that like does that they spot you through the? Oh, the they hair? definitely
1: spot me pretty pretty quickly, and they're <laughs> just like, "Hey, Willow right? and I'm like, "Yes." Um, it's it's hard to to blend into a crowd. Oh, you want
0: a picture I'm... with me? Ooh, yeah. Do I come with <laughs> the car?
1: I don't know. Right. <laughs> But yeah, it's um. So I usually am pretty open there because most people there already know what I do. It's either people that I'm meeting from Twitter or like Instagram or something that they already know me as Willow Raven. Um, I'm not as open about work at home. Um, like my parents know, my dad and my stepmom know, my stepsister knows, my brother does not know. He probably will never know um, if I can help it. Um, you know, so there's, uh, there's definitely layers of like when I feel comfortable being more open about what I do for a living. Most of the time I just say I work in social media, which is not a lie. Um, I do a lot of social media for my work and, um, you know, there's always the joke about just saying that you're an accountant, um, which I always kind of joke about because my dad is an accountant. And so whenever people are like, aren't your parents mad about what you do it's like no because i followed in his footsteps so it's completely fine <laughs>
0: <laughs> stupid sexy accountant
1: <laughs> right exactly
0: <laughs> um so like all right so we'll do we'll finish up, uh finish up the rest and talk uh, and get more into work uh, after this but i want to know uh where are some of your favorite wrestlers favorite matches like let's uh, let's see what you
1: yeah yeah my favorite wrestler of all time is Shawn michaels Oh, I so, love yeah him. Um, I also like Undertaker is way up there. I actually like, he walked by me um, in Dallas this year.
0: Yo, how tall is he legit?
1: So tall, (laughs) like he was just so imposing. Like we literally were, we were outside of a hotel and he walked by with his wife. They like walked out of like this huge SUV and I was like hanging out with some of the WWE crew. And he was like, walked by and was like, Hey and I was just like, I immediately started crying. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. I'm marking out so bad. And the guy, like one of the guys was just like, no, yeah, man. Like I get it. I get it. It's the undertaker. And I was like, I'm just, I'm really sorry. This is really embarrassing. And he was like, no, yeah, I get it. I freaked out too the first time. And I was just like, okay, good. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so that was huge for me. Like, I remember being a kid, like pretending to be taker all the time. Um, but like, does he, more, does he
0: have that aura around him?
1: Oh, absolutely. Like I've met celebrities before I've met wrestlers before like I I'm not one to get like I used to work in the music industry so I worked with a lot of musicians and stuff and like I'm not one to get starstruck I I usually like can keep my composure really well and I even if I am a little like excited I just kind of like I'm pretty chill and they they can't tell and then I kind of like text my friend really quick about it um but I completely lost all cool within a millisecond of him walking by me like it yeah um
0: but I had, I had the same reaction when i went I, I didn't cry but i was very like flabbergasted when i met ricky steamboat for the first time and he was such a sweetheart and he, oh, he right. let me got, put it as a hall of fame ring on and i was like oh my god this ricky dragon Steamboat. he's and he was so handsome for his age i was like god damn ricky what,
1: what man i would lose my mind if i could put on one of those rings i'd be like i mean oh, there, no. there he is
0: right there that's where i nope this way this thing over here this way i can't bend that way
1: (laughs) it's fine it's fine um but yeah as far as like more contemporary wrestlers go i love cole redrick uh from gcw and other promotions but like that's where i mainly know him from just like a deathmatch guy like also just like regular indie wrestling just so awesome i love him um been really liking mike bailey a lot um love uh like Bianca Belair even though I don't really watch WWE that much every time I see her I'm just like blown I, uh, away
0: I gotta tell you something about WWE I just watched SummerSlam and I watched the Raw give it a try it's it's getting better
1: <laughs> I'm very That's,
0: surprised by it well, that I Bianca and that Becky it. match was something else
1: <laughs> I've been very very curious to see what the changes changes are going to be like over the next few weeks few months um, I did hear that SummerSlam was pretty good, so I want to go and watch it. I I was out with some friends, uh, so I didn't get to watch it that night. But I, um, yeah, I've, I definitely kind of want to get back into it and see what things are are brewing over there.
0: The thing, the thing with Raw, right, is that it's three hours long on a Monday. Like it's yeah. the first work day, day of the work week. I just like, can they give like on Tuesday mornings can they give us like an abridged version of it maybe like that's what I want like I want like a an hour and a half condensed version that I can just watch in the morning because I can't do three hours it's impossible
1: absolutely that's why that's why I I largely stopped watching I mean like when you get into Raw's three hours, SmackDown's two hours, NXT was one hour, then got to two hours, and then
0: you got e then, NXT like, UK, and then exactly, level like, up, and, there's, and there's, Ew, and Impact. If you're an Impact fan, like there's so, a New
1: Japan like, Pro, it's oh. just there's so much, and even GCW now is doing like two paper. You I can mean,
0: MOW two. I mean, it's insane.
1: <laughs> it, it's so much to catch up with, um, and so I had to kind of take a step back because I couldn't keep like at least when I had like the DVR and the cable and stuff, I could kind of just like quickly go through some of the matches I didn't really care about or like something like that. Or like if I had seen the highlights already and I didn't really want to watch all of it, I could kind of zoom through some of the stuff. There's no way that I can watch like 20 hours of content in one week and still have other things to do. Like, I don't know how some people do it,
0: well, they don't have the other things to do. That's the thing, right? Let's be honest. They don't, they don't have other things to do. That's why I think watch all the comments and tweet about every single thing that's happening on the shows.
1: Yeah. It's funny. I had someone recently say that I watch too much wrestling and I was like, I actually think I don't watch enough wrestling.
0: I would agree. I like, I, the only thing I try and watch religiously is AEW just because it's so new yeah. and so fresh. Like I try and do that. My, that's my hump day, like Wednesday, have a few beers yeah. Wrestling. I'll try and catch the odd New Japan thing, but it's hard, man. It's fucking yeah. hard. I did get to go, I get I did actually get to go see Blood and Guts Live, though. That was so cool. That's
1: fun. Oh, That's
0: fun. so much fun. It was uh me and my best friend and his wife, and it was uh his son's very first show. And I uh I got them a Pentagon mask uh when I was in Mexico. And yeah. as soon as Pentagon came out during the one the dark matches, he's like, give me my mask, mom, give me the mask. <laughs> he put oh. it on. And he was a little kid. He was like, I think he's eight or so. He was like chanting along, like, shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will say children at wrestling shows are like my favorite. So because good. They have zero filter and they will th- like, they will just yell out the wildest stuff. Like there was a kid once, um, I will still remember it. Like this guy got hit and he was like, that's what you get for not eating all your broccoli. And I was like, what? Like that's the most wholesome insult I've ever heard. Like, that's wonderful. I love it. So much joy. <laughs> so
0: I'll tell you this story. I, I used to wrestle right back in the day. Um, and I was, I, I wrestled in Newfoundland and I was the mainlander. I was the main man from the mainland. And I had these, uh, this uh, um, I had green, a uh, yellow top and green pants with yellow or gold. And uh some kid yelled you look like a pineapple. And I yelled back at him, yeah, and they're great on pizza. And he yelled back, yeah, I agree. And I was like, we'll go back in the <laughs> ring and they clothesline this guy now. I was like, how do you how do you how do you shit talk a kid that agrees with you? It was so confusing. I was like, I had nothing. I had nothing. I was the heel. I was like, what is happening right now?
1: Yeah, they're they're great. I like I love going to like over 19 shows and stuff like that because it's a very different type of atmosphere but at the like family shows where there's just like kids yelling things out like it's also like they just get so into it because they still think it's real so there's just that like kind of magic that happens like they're just so innocent and it's just like I remember like thinking like I the first show I went to I cried because Papa Shango came out and I was so scared of him because it was like the lights were off. There was like a smoke machine. Like there was like all of these things. And like, I burst out crying. My dad had to take me out of the arena and never let me go to another show after that.
0: Oh no, come on. That's the emotion you want from the crowd.
1: I know, but that's the thing, right? It's like, I remember really thinking that these people were like getting hurt or like that they were really fighting each other and like really breaking up friendships and things like that. And it's just like, the reason I love wrestling is because of the storylines and the characters and like to see someone be that invested, it, like makes me be more invested into it too.
0: Yeah. My first, uh, my first, uh, like WWE show was at uh, an own sound Ontario. And, okay. uh, my favorite wrestler of all time is Eddie Guerrero. And this is before I knew what heels and faces were. I just loved him. And this is when he had turned after Ray and he was like, the, the uh, I'm your poppy yeah um thing was going on so i brought a sign to the show so that eddie i'm i'm your son or eddie is my poppy and there is t- two older ladies like saw my sign like oh be nice because i was waving at ray because ray was in the ring <laughs> And two ladies like oh just treat him nicely he's a young nice young man <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> oh man i love wrestling love 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 it's like it's when people like trash it and say it's fake they've never been to a show they never got to enjoy like the crowd atmosphere the camaraderie between the fans the wrestlers it's just such a unique environment
1: (laughs) oh absolutely and i think there's also i mean the argument's been done so many times about how like yes okay it's it's fake just as fake as like a marvel movie but that doesn't take away any of the entertainment value of it but i think it's also just like these these wrestlers and these athletes are like literally putting their bodies through so much, regardless of like whether or not they're trying to hurt each other. They are, they're trying to keep each other safe, but they are still slamming each other into wood. They're still like slamming each other into like barricades that are made of metal. They're still like going through doors. Like these things are still hurtful and like painful, even though, you know, it's fake. So
0: like trust me the first time I ever bumped I was like fuck yeah <laughs> the worst the worst uh the worst was um hitting the ropes so the ring I trained in was actually like uh it was cable not like rope and it was like my back was actually my back was the color of your hair <laughs> <Legit>. <laughs> it, it, was, it, no. it was purple and blue and red and it sucked and I remember coming home from a training session one time, and I was like, hey, man, can you throw some uh, rub A35 on it? Terrible idea. Worst mistake of my life. It's just pain no. like you would not believe. No. Oh, terrible. All right, Raven, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to come back to you, and we're going to talk more about your actual work, work, and everything, okay? Sounds good. Hey guys, we're doing a different thing in this podcast. We're separating it into two different parts and uh, we're going to keep going forward. So I just want to take this quick time to kind of shout out my other podcast with uh, my friends Keely and Justine. Uh, It is called To Dick or Not To Dick. Uh, That is the podcast. Um, uh, Justine became single a few uh, months ago.
1: Thanks for the (laughs) dick. So far it's been good. It's brought out a lot of weird people. Some people that uh,
0: are very pushy. They want to know right now about what we think about their dicks they have no patience and uh she was getting a bunch of unsolicited dick pics so i was like hey why don't we just you know judge these dicks and make a podcast out of it and keely heard about it she's like i want to judge dicks too (laughs) And now we have this podcast, and it's hilarious. It's, uh, it's a bi-weekly or a weekly podcast, depending on our schedules, and it is a blast. Hey, guys, yeah. do you guys want start? Right. Yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> so this is what you get. <laughs> so if you guys are looking for a good laugh, uh, if you guys are looking for uh, some uh, funny people to uh, judge dicks, uh, check it out. To Dick or Not To Dick podcast, available on Spotify, Stitcher and all other places where you can find the podcast and YouTube. I had such a good run going too. I had such a fucking very inspirational intro. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're back with Will Raven. Uh, Thank you again for coming on podcast. Uh, I've been having such a good time talking to you. Um, Let's talk more about your work because I have so many questions because I don't know much about that that lifestyle. Um, And I think it's so inspirational because you've I've seen you mention before that you were working like a nine to five job and then you decide to quit that and now you're becoming a sex worker and you're working on your own time and you're putting in the work with social media with all of the only fans and um what other stuff is it fansly uh social media watch alongs, that sort of thing it seems like it's a lot but it seems like stuff that you you love to do so like take me through that decision to like like and and your love of it to be honest like how do you fall in love with like this kind of work and like your decision to be like, oh fuck, I'm gonna do it myself.
1: So I had started um working as a, you know a content creator probably so it was March 2021. Uh so just over a year ago. Um I actually had a wrestler who was the one who convinced me to do it. Um
0: Do we wanna name names? <laughs>
1: I'm not going to name names. Um, <laughs> That's <laughs> was, why I asked
0: first. <laughs>
1: yeah, but it, it was someone that I knew um, from you know my real life and um, they were just like, uh, they were always very pro sex work and always t- like kind of tweeting about supporting sex workers. So I was like, if I got like an OnlyFans, do you think people would sign up? Do you think that I should do one? Like, would you sign up? And he was like, absolutely. So he was my first subscriber and um, I, was like okay I'm going to give myself a one month trial um backstory as well I was on stress leave from my work I I really was not having a good time at work oh I saw Um, that trust me (laughs) yeah um it was a lot um the job was already really stressful like there was one time I didn't have a single day off for six weeks um and so I was already really stressed out. Then the pandemic happened. It made it even worse. Um, So I took about three months off um, for stress leave. And so while I was on leave, I was like, well, I have all this free time. I need to try and find a way to like make some money and do things and stuff like that. So I decided to decide to be a content creator. And I told myself I would give myself about a month if I got 50 people uh, or 24 people in the first 24 hours, I would give it a full month. And I got 50 subscribers in about 12 hours. So I was like, okay, maybe there's something something here. That's,
0: that's that's double.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And like, one of the things that like had always stopped me from, you know, getting into sex work wasn't, you know, the usual reasons that people give like, oh, I, I could never do what you do because like, you know, what if uh, people would judge me for it? Or like, you know, I, I just think it takes so much confidence. Like, I already, I already took a bunch of thirst traps all the time. Like, I did all that. Like, I, I like, you know, didn't love my job in the first place. Um, my parents are always like pretty supportive. Like, I wasn't worried about, you know, my dad like not talking to me anymore or anything like that. Um, the thing that made me nervous about starting was that I didn't think that I would have the creativity. Um, or the time to be able to make posts all the time. I was like, how am I going to create content at the level and the frequency that I think people would want? And that's what really stopped me from doing it. Um, But then I started and I, I just immediately fell in love with it. Like I love the amount of creativity that I have with it. Like I can not only in the shoots themselves, like I can dress up how I want, I can do all my makeup and hair different ways and like shoot in different places. Like sometimes I'll rent out Airbnbs or I'll do like specific uh, themed shoots and things like that. Oh, but I also really like,
0: like putting the work in, right? Like I, I, I had, had no idea that was a, a thing that you wow, okay.
1: Yeah, you, like, I, I decided yeah, that that's great. I knew, like, uh, so in a typical week, I typically try to do Monday to Friday. So I do admin work on Mondays and Wednesdays typically, um, which is, you know, queuing up all my posts for the coming week, um, you know, getting all of my listings done, all my social media graphics and things like that. Um, doing social media is a lot of work, doing a lot of like TikToks and things like that, that I'm trying to learn how to do. Um... And then on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, I usually shoot content. Um, I'll do anything from like 200 to like 500 photos in a day. And I'll get probably about 30 of those that are actually usable for me. Um, And so I do all of that, but then it also gets me to be creative in other ways. So like, like I said, graphic design, which is something that I never really like thought I would use very much. Like I, I used it seldomly, like in my jobs and things like that. but like I'm getting to like create little graphics and menus and things like that that I want to do. Um, social media is a huge part of it. and being able to like run my own pages and like figure out what my brand voice wants to be and things like that. Um, being able to write my blog is something that I really love. Like I used to be a writer, and so being able to do that again makes me really happy. And like finding just these different ways to be able to incorporate, all of my passions and like hobbies and things like that within work and actually making it something that I get really excited about is so much fun and something that I didn't have that kind of like creative capacity before. Um, so that's been a really nice change of pace and like being able to have that flexibility and independence of like deciding what I want to do all the time.
0: Dude, I'm so happy for you. That's so cool. That's so <laughs> that's so very, very cool. I'm so happy for you. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Um, so how like because I have friends and like I jokingly say like and they're struggling and they're like with the creativity uh and with their like money and I jokingly obviously have said I don't think many people make this and I, you posted about uh you should start only fans but like it's not and when I say it though I'm kind of half serious because like I want my friends to be able to make money and not have to work that nine to five bullshit sort of thing right Like I feel like taking control of your own body and taking control of your own sexuality and taking control of like you know your life in this form is such a freeing concept yeah and you see these women do this and like they're so confident they're so pretty they're so beautiful and maybe talk to me about a little bit of that how like how kind of a cool of a a, uh, community the sex worker community is
1: oh my gosh it's fantastic like I haven't been able to, you know, have as much success as I have without the amount of support that I've had from other creators. Um, I also have a lot of friends who are like in other aspects of sex work. So I have friends who are escorts. I have friends who do specifically camming. I have a lot of friends who do fin dom and femdom stuff, dominant matrixes. And it's just like being able to discuss, like we actually have a, a group chat uh, probably about 20 sex workers um, from across the world. So like some of the girls are in the UK. A lot of them are in um the US and Ontario. And um just being able to like bounce ideas off each other, but also being able to like shoot the often, shit, maybe. Well, that for sure, but like it's it's especially for support. Like we will often get messages from one of the girls being like, I'm really struggling with creativity right now. Or like, I'm really struggling with like motivation. How are you guys like doing? What's, what's a tip that you have? Or like today we had one of the girls was asking about, um, streaming. So a few of the people who do a lot of streaming were helping and like helping set up the OBS. Cause that's the other thing is like, people don't realize how much of an expert you have to be in all these different fields, like social media marketing, um, like. photography, video photography, uh, editing, um, all these things and like tech stuff, like you have to be able to know how to stream and like set up all these things. And like, it's, it's so much different. Um, so many different aspects of the work that I think people don't necessarily realize how much of it plays into um, the, the work, but like back to your question like, it's, it's just been so helpful to have these people who like some of the, the, Creators, um, you know, have been sex workers for like a decade, um, and have so much, you know, knowledge and everything to be able to help out with any question that you have. And but it's especially for just the moral support because there's no one else who really understands the issues that come with this job. And so being able to have a group of people that you feel comfortable being able to express how you feel and know that they feel the same way or have experienced the same things. And kind of can help you through that is invaluable like it's fantastic and there's even i mean, in a group another group chat of um sex workers specifically in my area which is awesome so we've had like little um meetups with some of the girls and things like that and like we've done I've done some cam sessions with some of them um I have a shoot scheduled with two of them in like a couple weeks so it's so it's so nice to just like be able to have some people that you you get to meet and and Bounce
0: ideas off of. It's got to be uh, so like in wrestling, like we'll always like comment on each other's like wrestling gimmicks and stuff like that. So I imagine it's the same thing. Oh, I love your outfits. <laughs> oh, I love your like. Yeah. It's got to be such a fucking like cool experience to go and like. I love that a- aspect of it because like it does seem like. So like in terms of having what you're doing now, your mental health was not good before doing the nine to five, and you're doing something where like the majority of the population are like mirror mirror no don't do that you shouldn't do that you should be working at an office being the assistant at the dental office okay. blah blah blah. bullshit 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 but I imagine doing something that you love where you get to be creative and like listen the skills that you are learning <laughs> could get you a job at any place that you want to but you're doing stuff you love so like how much happier are you doing this sort of work
1: oh absolutely like infinitely more happy Like. I mean, I still like I have depression and anxiety and like that's not a thing that I can just like snap away with a new job. Wait,
0: wait, are you um, telling me all the commercials are lies that I can't just you know, go see someone or get so something? I can't Just 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 breathe. Oh um, on that, I swear I
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surprisingly that doesn't work. Um, but being able to, you know, have a job that is flexible with my mental illness, like being able to, you know, if there are days that I I can't get out of bed, I can take that time and recharge myself and be able to be in a better place to be able to make work happen in two days than if I was at an office where I would have to still go in. I would feel bad if I took a day off. Um, I, you know, was letting the team down if I wasn't there kind of thing. If I was in a bad mood or if I couldn't get through my job, just because I, I couldn't get out of bed that day. Um, being able to have the flexibility, like I, I schedule my post probably about a month in advance um, because it gives me such a buffer that if I do have, you know, like not even necessarily that I had COVID a few months ago and so I couldn't make content for like two weeks. I was just way too weak there was no way that I was going to be able to like look sexy and like it wasn't dress. like a,
0: a covid market you could have reached with like I know <laughs>
1: right like too bad no one was into like someone just like shivering on their couch
0: um, <laughs> oh maybe who knows there's a cake for everything these days
1: yeah <laughs> I didn't I didn't try so who knows but um but yeah so it's just but watch
0: like, willow sleep
1: <laughs> well, I'm sure, like I'm sure somebody would pay for that for sure. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it's just like, it, it gives me the, the, the opportunity to like take care of myself when I need to. And it's also like, I have, I'm a, I'm a night owl by nature. And so I have a really hard time waking up early. So like waking up at seven o'clock in the morning and just to get to an office at 9. A.M. Sucks. It sucks. It sucks so now sometimes. I wake up at like 9 45 and yeah, I don't start my day until like 11 a.m but I'm also working until like 9 p.m., but I'm, I'm comfortable in that. And I'm doing the work at my own pace and when I want to. And so it's a lot more of a healthy work life balance for me. And like Um, that
0: 9.45 a.m. wake up call and working at 11, that gives you enough time to like start your day the right way, you know, checking whether it being like, you know, having a breakfast, having a nice shower, taking your time to get the day start to get the day started. That's so healthy. <laughs>
1: so I mean, don't get me wrong. The first thing I do when I wake up is stay in bed and check my internet for like my social media for like half an hour. And I check, you know, all my socials and my two pages, which is OnlyFans and Loyal. So
0: that's your work though, right? So, I mean, that's
1: that so makes sense. So technically I'm doing work. Like I'm answering all these questions and emails and things like that. That's, those are emails to me. Um, but I'm doing it from like the comfort of my bed And then, then I get to do like my actual work after I've had a good meal, I've maybe like gone to the gym and then like showered, put my makeup on and then I get the day started and I I don't feel rushed. I don't feel like, oh my God, I didn't get to eat today. Like whatever, If if I don't feel like doing work that afternoon, like I can take the time off. Like I work hard enough on the other days to be able to balance out if I need a day or two for a mental break or something like that. And I still try to do like a Monday to Friday kind of schedule just so that I have a couple of days off in a row just to be able to like recharge. Um, but yeah, the, the flexibility of it has been huge for my mental health and like, um, you know, obviously medication and therapy is also vital. Um, but yeah. Being able to not be in a job that makes me so miserable that like, I don't even want to go in anymore. And instead having a job that like, sometimes I stay up until three o'clock in the morning doing work because I'm so pumped about it that I'm like, I, I have to get this idea. out. Like I have to do, like, I have to write this blog. I have to do this. Like I can't sleep because like, I'm just so excited and I just want to get it out. Um, and that never happened before. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So like when you're, when you're working, right. Cause you make these videos uh, and there's so many different uh, categories of what you do um, and you bank all the content. So my question was going to be, how do you, how do you, uh, my fucking question was so stupid. I'm so sorry. <laughs> my question is going to be like, so like, when you're, when you're, when you're doing like your work, right. And like, the idea is like, Oh, you're supposed to like have an orgasm during this video, but you can't get there. So like, do you take time off this reshoot it or like is it just like, how does that work with the workflow that you have.
1: Yeah, so I, I luckily am a uh, very quick to be turned on. Um, so, <laughs> so, <Go ahead. laughs> so it works well for this job. Um, it doesn't usually, uh,
0: Shawn Michaels, 1993.
1: um... (laughs) Yeah. Like I, I usually don't have, um, much of a hard time, um, performing. Um, but like I said, like if I'm not into it that day, I'm just going to do something else. Like sometimes if I'm like, okay, this is supposed to be a shoot day. I'm not feeling it. I'm like in a bad mood or like, maybe it's raining outside and it just like, isn't good lighting or something like that. Like I'll just take that day and instead of doing my photo shoots, I'll just do my admin work that day instead. So I'll get my posts queued up. I'll work on my like playlists or I'll work on my social media. I'll work on other things that, um, you know, graphics or whatever, editing, um, other things that would take up my time another day of the week, um, just so that I'm not losing a day necessarily, but just if I'm not feeling like being sexy on camera that day, there are other things that I can do work-wise. Um but yeah so Sweat I usually
0: days as we call them. Pardon? Sweatpant days as we call them.
1: Yes, exactly. Uh we love those in this house. Um and so yeah, I just kind of like do it when I feel like it. basically like I right now I have content like banks probably until about mid to late September into October. And okay. we're early August right now. Um, so I like, I do usually like six or seven photo shoots, um, per day and, or videos. Um, so yeah, it's a lot.
0: (laughs) Let's talk about the production value too, because I'm a video producer. Uh, so I know how difficult it is to like kind of set lighting, set up cameras and everything. So this, is this all only you? And so you have, when you're doing a photo shoot or if is like, set on timers for photographs, lightings, all you, like you don't have anyone coming in, like you don't outsource the material, the the work for photos and video?
1: No, so I, I mean, sometimes like I've worked with other photographers, like I think maybe three or four times um, over the past year and a half, I've, I've worked with a photographer, um, but those are more just like a nice little treat that I get to do. Like one of them was like with a friend of mine. Um, so we went in and like shot with a photographer. Another one was a friend of mine who is a photographer. And so they wanted to do a photo shoot. Um, so I don't often like bring anyone else in. Um, so it's all me. I just, uh, usually I have three different ring lights, um, and I have a couple backgrounds and things like that. Um, and then I have just the tripod and, um, uh remote so I just use a clicker for all the photos and everything um all the video editing I do myself just in iMovie <laughs> or like
0: you gotta get Adobe
1: <laughs> yeah I just like I, I'm just like we'll figure something out like most of my or stuff actually is-
0: DaVinci DaVinci is actually a cheap a cheaper version of uh, Adobe that okay. works very well I've heard
1: okay I mean like I'm but I'm- if it
0: works what you're doing fucking do it I'm just anyway. yeah
1: I like most of my stuff is pretty um like simplistic simplistic yeah like I know some of the the uh creators that I know especially like the clip artists like the ones who specifically do clips like they're using like green screens and they have like hypnotizing stuff going on because they do a lot of hypno um sounds like a
0: tool concert
1: (laughs) whoa there's like so much stuff going on and like they have all these transitions and like I I'm pretty like straight to camera type of stuff one um, day I'll
0: get to that level one day maybe yeah, one
1: day but today <laughs> is not that day my friend um uh, hi I stick to what I know for this time because again like I'm a one woman show so I'm doing all of this by myself so I have to kind of like cut corners when I can just to make it a little bit more simple for me um but yeah so it's just it's just me and most of the time the lighting is like just natural lighting I get pretty good lighting in my apartment so I just do that um sometimes I'll do like nighttime shoots and I'll do like colored lighting and things like that um but yeah it's all pretty much just me so it's uh it's a lot like I actually my goal for for my job I don't know if you've seen this there's a show on Netflix called how to build a sex room
0: yeah no I saw I haven't seen it yet I I, I saw it. you mentioned it yeah. on your Twitter yeah it's
1: pretty good and it's it's like Inspired me to make a goal for myself to have an office or like a studio where I can actually set up a real, like, shooting space. So like I can get furniture that is specifically like a chais long or something like that. Um, I can get like specific backgrounds and like accessories and things that are just for shooting that aren't just like here's me in my bed again. Here's <laughs> me on my chair in my smoking room. Like, there's not like a lot of cool places in my condo for me to be able to shoot um so i would love to be able to have a space of my own to actually like build it up from the ground up and like and create a a real space for myself um but one of the things
0: that you can invest in is like um i know for photography they have like multiple rolls. they could do like a rolling pin down and like every every i think 10 feet is like a new background maybe that's something you can invest in
1: I have it on my Amazon wish list, so I'm hoping that someone buys it for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shout out! How can people buy it for yeah, you? I
1: have a few pla- I have a few photography things. I have some new like photography lights and like different, um, like those uh, like light reflectors and things like that that I have on and there. Should-
0: pain the ass to set up. I don't even think you need those to be honest. <laughs> like legit. <laughs> we'll-
1: even need we'll like happens- a
0: special frame from them. There, the- I don't okay. think you need okay. a reflector.
1: All right. Well, good. that's
0: just my professional opinion i mean there's
1: great that's great to know but um... if
0: if, if with what you're doing you probably want to do more spotlights or like natural lighting just to get that shadow effect if you will um reflectors like fuck them Uh... (laughs) 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 there yeah all right so we'll we're we're gonna wrap it up i know you have to go back to work (laughs) at 10 30 in the evening (laughs) So uh my last question to you is that like with everything we've talked about, with uh your experience being so independent and everything, if there is anyone me- that might be listening to thinking about like, how do I chase my dreams? How do I do what I want to do without sacrificing, you know, my mental health, what kind of encouragement can you like maybe give to someone that might be like wanting to maybe do what you want to do, or is like thinking of going on the path of art of being an artist and like just needing that extra little push to take that leap
1: yeah I mean I waited like nine months to be doing better than I was with sex work than I did at my job so I definitely was like doing the two of them for a long time so that I had that buffer and like felt comfortable um so I definitely think like working on your passion as much as you can while you have that backup, um, just so that you know you're not in the deep end struggling to like make ends meet um is really important. As much as it sucks to be like, but I want to do just the thing that I'm doing now. Like you're going to be pretty happy with yourself when you've, you know, taken some time to establish yourself as whether it's an artist or like a sex worker or you know, a, an athlete or whatever it is, um, whether it's like even opening your own business, who knows, um, to be able to kind of work on that as much as you can as like a side gig so that you can have that support and like foundation and build that you know,
0: confidence maybe to get to
1: that. 100%. Like if I had been like, Oh, I'm just going to quit my job and just like try only fans and see how it goes. I would have probably failed within like three weeks because I would have been like, I don't have enough money. What am I going to do? Oh my God. And because like, it's rare that people make a shit ton of money on that, um, in general, but also, especially when they're first starting, um, especially if they don't have a strong social media following. So like, if I was to say for sex work specifically and specifically for content creators, um, social media is so important. And so I would definitely, you know, work on building up your social media presence before I would actually start promoting your OnlyFans or loyal fans or Fansly or whatever platform you're using um, because most of those sites don't have databases of content creators. And so they are, um, the only way to be found is through third-party apps. Um, so I don't know if that's like necessarily motivational. Um... No, but it will help them
0: get the, instead of like just diving deep in, like you 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 took the um what's it, not the smart approach or the uh the realistic approach like you know dip your toes and then your feet in, and your knees angle like you let's yeah. you like rush into it you wanted to make it a calculated
1: calculated risk is a is a good let's one. go with
0: that that's a way i'm glad we got to be on the same page like you know what yeah. i wanted to say and then you just got to the finish there Yeah. Um, Now, uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, This is the time where you get to plug all your stuff, please.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So my main website is willowraven.online. So you have links to all my social media, my PayPal, my OnlyFans, my loyal fans, everything on there. But I am just onlyfans.com slash willowraven, loyalfans.com slash willowraven. Um, Twitter, you can find me at underscore willowraven. And then TikTok and Instagram is underscore underscore willow raven because i got banned on both and needed to create new accounts <laughs> and um, so wait,
0: one last question uh where did the name Willow raven come from
1: uh so i really love taylor swift and uh she has a song called willow and i just thought it sounded like a cool name and then one of my friends uh was a dominatrix and her name was raven um so i took the name from from that so that we both had the name raven and in, in our names.
0: cool i can't uh Thank you so much, I I, I'm so happy for you. What you're doing, I think what you're doing is so cool. And I I hope to one day spot be able to spot your uh, your hairdo at a local wrestling show one day in the
1: future. (laughs) Thank you so much
0: for being on the podcast. And I'll talk to you later.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much.
0: All right, I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with Willow. Uh, I thought it was great. I think she's really cool uh, young lady, and I hope nothing but the success and uh, happiness for her. Um, if you want to follow her on Twitter, it's underscore Willow Raven, and her IG is underscore 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 Willow Raven on Instagram. Um, and obviously, you can check out Willow Raven online or her OnlyFans and uh, LoyalFans accounts as well, which will all be on the video version uh on the YouTube uh, version of the podcast as well as um, it'll be uh, listed in the description as well. So do yourself a favor, check out a very funny uh, and charismatic wrestling fan, but also a uh, very funny and charismatic uh, sex worker who I had the utmost pleasure of interviewing today. So that's it for me now. Uh, We'll be back with you soon with hopefully another episode down the line. Cheers.